0: where we talk about things with one super special guest every week to sit back relax and hear us speak on oh, this is happening on the podcast hello welcome back to this is happening this is your host nathan streifel
1: and eric morris joel <laughs> michaely thank you so much for joining
2: us uh, Thanks, kids, for having me here. Gracing yeah, us with you your presence
1: yeah. and our little rinky-dink operation. <laughs> it's a nice, it's a nice house <laughs> in, in in a in a cute-ish neighborhood. <laughs>
2: yeah, Up and which coming, we won't give
0: the exact location yeah, to yeah, because that could potentially it's close, have to stop because, <laughs> yeah, close to a freeway. Close to a freeway. Which uh, is pretty typical in L.A. Do you want to mm-hmm. give a little intro or something? I thought you were going to give more of an intro to um, me. Yeah. Oh, I did just <laughs> jump into it. Well, you know,
1: Joel is a an accomplished actor, producer, um, and bon vivant and man about town. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> okay. okay. I can... I crash. <laughs> I can tell um, how we met. Oh, go for I think, it! You know, I won't remember a, a lot I'll of. I um, don't remember anything, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll just wrap it up now. <laughs> um, a lot, a lot of stories about Joel. There's a lot of there can be some name dropping involved because. Um, Joel, I literally don't remember. Mainly <laughs> hangs around famous people. That is not true. <laughs> no, Offensive. I know. I know. That's not true. But <laughs> where we, we did meet at a party at Drew Barrymore's house. Okay. And you were accompanying a lovely actress. Okay. Um, and who? I got to, well. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. Oh, okay, so it's I got fun. to talking right. to her, and she was like, you know, oh, I was just at the Golden Globes. I was like, oh, what are you doing at the Golden Globes? And she's very pretty and spelt and lovely, and um, I didn't know she was an actress. I didn't recognize her, um, and she said, oh, you know, I was there with my friend, and I said, uh, who? And she said, uh, Kate Winslet, and I said. Um, This is literally... I have
2: legitimate... Zero recollection. Zero recollection. (laughs) But keep going. So we're all all in a group of people.
1: And I was like, oh, what were you doing with Kate Winslet? Oh, she's a friend. We worked on something years ago. And I said, oh, um, what? (laughs) You know, and it just was like this whole thing and... Uh, you were was just like, pressing. You, you uh, were just... like, oh, we worked we on uh, a, a movie called Heavenly Creatures. I was like, oh, she was so great in that, oh, and I, right. I was like, oh god, she was amazing in that. And then you said to me, "What about the other girl in it?" And I said. She was fine, too. Are you kidding? (laughs) That's how you met? That's terrible. So you were just in the same group. She's the the most greatest, greatest ever. And it was Melanie Linsky who, who, just to explain it, like, she looked at this time so radically different
2: from, and, but she was wonderful in the movie. I was an idiot. She's the most talented, prettiest, sexiest, loveliest, greatest. And I've and period. I ended up working (laughs) with her, I ended up working with her on two other movies. Oh, but, okay. Um, and so,
1: she's... No. She is the best. And casting directors love her. Directors love her. She's brilliant. Yeah, she's but incredible. I just, in that
2: moment, didn't recognize her. Why don't you her. have Melanie here today? Why am I here instead of Mel? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get her on the pod.
1: We've, we've done two things together.
2: Uh, okay. Um, well, now time God. to do the podcast. <laughs> now i am got to rope her into this. <laughs>
1: Uh, we just got we got to you sooner but um... I met Joel (laughs) 10 minutes ago he came over to my house
0: and complimented it I think you you actually did meet
1: really in passing at um, at the at Outfest Last year, did we? I okay,
0: because I have I your type of memory remember. because I don't remember anything either. I was. We were just... I do remember. I, I definitely <laughs> know. I
2: see Eric every Outfest. Yeah, that totally. I remember. I, I met Eric at and... Outfest actually, and yeah, I, I told awesome. you that... I have a movie there this year at Outfest. Oh, oh what is it? Um, it's called The Wild Nights with Emily Dickinson, and Molly Shannon plays Emily Dickinson, and I play Edward Dickinson.
0: Oh my God, amazing! Um, Her so husband? we just.
2: Not her husband, but way to be perceptive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I play Molly Shannon's daddy in the all the flashbacks. Oh, oh nice. so, Jeez, um, awesome. I know you. That's what you were expecting. What? From me, baby, <laughs> her daddy, but it's me with little baby Emily oh, Dickinson. Baby well, so Emily you are Dickinson. once again Molly
1: showing your range. range. You're not typecast as only playing
0: Moe's. So That's are you true. in a period it a Period <laughs> piece? I have, like, you What is you know, the, um... What is the year that It's year? the 1800s, um...
2: You know, damn. I, I, it was a lot of pressure playing like a real live person, and they did it. Yeah, for ton sure. Ton of research because you know I'm that kind of actor. Of course. <laughs> and yeah. and, um, and it was just really fun, and it's great. Is to, it a
0: comedy or a drama? It, it is
2: funny. You mentioned that I wasn't a thousand percent sure it was gonna be that crazy oh. funny, but it's it, it's hilariously. Funny. Oh, good. Like my when stuff I think is 1800s, more hundreds.
0: I don't think like necessarily like a or like Emily Dickinson you don't think right. like, it's, it's funny but but definitely yeah. an Emily Dickinson comedy
2: with a big in all caps well like, yeah very... Molly Shannon playing it she's Shannon. phenomenal she's kind she's generous and she is a talent talent extraordinaire like that woman has things inside her that we've, we're we just touching the tip like she's well, so good
1: we, we met at the closing night of Outfest a couple years ago
0: yeah um was it when the Mo- Molly Shannon it was, a, Shannon's was Molly um, Shannon's movie where she other, played oh, other, other people yeah which was so, good, so brilliant fantastic she got robbed she should have got nominated nomination. for yeah. everything for I that, thought she was going sure. to when I saw it I just thought oh my god she's just it just didn't get some nominated. sort of gener- didn't generate anything for some reason which it should have it, it was so good it didn't Not have a support but she was wonderful I
2: saw it I loved it in the theaters. You know.
0: So did you have to wear like a top hat and stuff for this role, or uh, did Funny you, wear, wear... <laughs> you mentioned that because did you, you know, wear a wig?
2: No, because you know it's like the eighteen hundreds, and so it's like you no, know, they did my hair in a different style. I had like mud and chops and, totally. and the whole thing I can see looked you very my like chops. looked very like manly eighteen hundreds, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, and. Um, you know it's uh, i had to wear like these wool wardrobes right know, like very everything in that time was like wool and i it's the only thing i'm allergic to oh no on the planet and i said i was like i i'm like kind of severely allergic to wool yeah and they were like okay we're going to try and keep you away from that and i was like no no like seriously and of course i show up and in, in the fittings and all they have is wool and it's a period piece and everything so like I am like literally and when I look at the movie now it's like all I could see is like me in like severe pain like trying not to like Sweat and overheat and scratch myself nonstop. Get high type
0: symptoms or like skin rash. Yeah, it makes my
2: body overheat and like and and, and shakes and sweats and like every like it's so weird. I have like a very severe wool reaction. So it's like an ill. What if it's literally consumptive? (laughs) (laughs) Were you you able to use that? No, no. I think I think it comes across and fine. It comes across (laughs) good enough. Well, there were probably people back then allergic to wool who I was dealing with. I was in utter pain, oh, like, no. every, like, second. Wow. The, you know, the things you do for your art. Yeah. Like, Yeah, um, yeah. and you don't want to be over, like, complaining about it. You don't anything. want to complain anything. Like, you just, like, say it, and, like, you hope, like, and you I, pray. I'm barely able to, to function <laughs> right now. <laughs> I can barely speak. I think <laughs> I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> like, Who else is in it? <laughs> um... um that's a very good question oh, that you're asking, Eric. It doesn't um, matter. Brett Gelman is in it. Amy, S- 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 I don't. I'm gonna mess up her name. assignments who okay. Did like the girlfriend experience? Oh and yeah, and she was on a so good in yeah. it. Did she you work with Is
0: them. hilarious. Did you also work with a live
2: baby for it? No my baby. My babies aren't baby babies. <laughs> <laughs> the, the young girl. Yes. Yeah, the oh, girl, so that, you're plays, right, the young girl kids, that plays. Gotcha. Uh, Emily Dickinson Young is. Her name is Dana Melanie, and she's wonderful.
0: Oh, cool. And
2: her girlfriend back then is uh, Sasha Frolov, who I love, who's a brilliant little actress. And obviously, none of your stuff was with Molly Shannon. No, but Molly was there when I was there and oh, cool. everything. And then we, we did like press and. and, and South by and stuff and I'm sure she'll be there for you know Outfest very cool this year it'll be at the big Ford
0: and it's called The the Wild Nights of
2: Emily that'll be be so
1: great yeah it'll be fun and it has um, a queer aspect to it Uh, yes was she gay I didn't uh, know that
2: yes apparently Emily Dickinson was having a long term lesbian love affair she wasn't that much of a you know, uh, shut-in, like she's
0: known for. Right. Did she ever
1: marry? Maybe she didn't marry. I don't think she She ever She seemed
0: like a New England-type woman. stressed. Where's she she from? Look at you throwing out
2: some (laughs) (laughs) informacion. Like, I know New England. (laughs) She's she's
0: around New England times. What what was the... (laughs) Wait, but they had the word for the lesbians. A Boston... A Boston marriage? Lesbian back in the day. Really, the, was there like some weird? Code? Well, there was like a called the Boston Marriage,
1: which I guess was about that. You know? Yeah,
0: it's like a term for you know lesbians back in the day who lived when together. Or together. just spinsters, quote unquote, kind right. of being It's, there it's, it's kind of that
2: story. It's a it's a love story, but it's absolutely hilarious. It's very it's great. Interesting, you'll love it. Fantastic! You'll really love it.
1: I can't wait to see it.
2: So, and you at home. In the dark. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll put
1: this out before Outfest, so yeah, uh, sure so we'll So we can plug it. Well, it'll be
2: in the theaters, I'm sure. So oh, no oh, doubt, awesome. no doubt. But it's yeah. it's
1: doing some festivals. Right yes, now, currently, which is lovely. Um, so let's go back. To the beginning,
0: deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> where Where are you from? I'm <laughs> gonna remember even more of that. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not talking about um, drunken. No, no, friends, no. I remember. But, you know. <laughs> you I, know where you were. From. I know where I was born. <laughs> yes,
2: uh, my mother went into labor with me in Canner's Deli right here in LA oh, on so you're, Fairfax. You're a
1: Los Angeles. Oh, and
2: that's how Jewish I am, like super <laughs> Jewish. In a deli. Yeah. In, in a deli, mm-hmm. eating her pastrami sandwich. Um, and they lived like Melrose and La Brea, like Melrose and Detroit, behind, and wow, behind the so Wenchel that was there when I was born. And you haven't
1: gone and, far, and, uh, you're, you're blocks so away. So did you <laughs> grow up. And I grew up
2: in Encino and Malibu and oh, okay, that cool. kind of stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. hence my valley girl accent from the 80s. <laughs> 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 and there you have it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So, did you go
1: to college here too?
2: Uh, yeah. I went to USC. I'm so a Trojan. Re- used to leave LA. Were you doing inter- any <laughs> film
0: and theater? Entertainment stuff when you were a kid at all? Double major. Yeah, I was... I started acting when I... But, uh, they you put know. you in baby commercials or stuff? Or?
2: No, I wasn't acting as like a little kid and stuff. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to. That's like, good. My parents weren't very supportive of it. No? Uh, so it was more like once I could drive and once I could, you know, kind of do stuff on my I own. Make your own decisions and you were like, I'm in- going to... Then they couldn't, I mean, they could have stopped me, but it was like, it was a slow rolled into it until by the time, like I was going to college, I was like full blown. Yeah. Like, they were, like doing it. I'm an actor know. now. Yeah. And so you started uh, with commercials or? I never got any commercials. I would no. audition for commercials and sometimes get called back, but I didn't yeah. get a lot of traction in commercials. Like nobody wants to buy from like a dorky Jew. Like they're <laughs> like, or they don't think that anyone someone's, or, or at least back then, you yeah. know, yeah, like they were yeah, not, yeah, yeah, they sure. were they were not buying what I was selling. Oh. Your brand so, hadn't. Um, I did like you, one though. commercial ever, and it wasn't for it wasn't domestic. It wasn't for the U.S. It mm. was like a, it was for, was it for Japan?
0: I believe. Oh, Japan, yeah.
2: And um, <laughs> it was a commercial, and I did it with the girl. <laughs> I did it with the girl that starred in the Cradle of Love Billy Idol video which had already been 7-8 years before we're shooting this commercial <laughs> so she was like already Dunzo McDonzertons <laughs> but in my little kid brain I was like oh, she's like famous, famous that's a freaking deal right you know yeah, and totally. she acted like she was Madonna <laughs> and I remember being like bitch, this shit is like eight years after your one like, music I don't know video. if you remember me, but I, I was on the get you music were, I get it, you were on, on the MTV Movie Awards <laughs> or Music Awards that year, and like, that was a thing in the early 90s, but bless right. your heart. Right.
1: You didn't become Alicia like,
2: Silverstone. No, honey. <laughs> and then, yeah. she's. I don't think she's ever worked since. <laughs> which, you know, and she was, she was not nice to me. I mean, Japanese like, she commercials very can cool. be lavish, though. They'd spend a Lot of money, they were super nice. Whatever the company was, whatever the product was, I don't remember any of it. I did a <laughs> Japanese nice. escapade commercial. I, I remember I was selling hot dogs, okay. I was like a hot dog vendor, <laughs> and I had like a hot dog hat totally in like a full outfit and this is all like before you know my movies or anything like yeah. before I did like Can't Hardly Wait or anything like yeah, that yeah your you big know?
1: your big break was Can't Hardly Wait which I took the time to watch yesterday I never saw
2: that is crazy pants I can't imagine not seeing that movie 20 like years now well I think this the week reason... is the 20th <laughs> release anniversary, which is very which cool which makes and me I've, feel old old I've been, old I've been reading about <laughs> it but well if you, if you feel old that's the <laughs> Reason I didn't you see look like it. a youthful sprite.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And I didn't even hear my face I can't on even believe you we were playing. I just
1: showed up here. I was 28 when that movie came out. Okay. So you
0: were a full grown up. So I was above just your. Like,
1: it just wasn't my high school movie. It was correctly. for me.
0: I, I yeah. grew up and I remember seeing it. And I grew up in the Jennifer Love Hewitt is like the That goddess. Yeah, goddess type yeah. Of situation. And she is a goddess. Yeah. Inside Absolutely. and
1: out. And it's amazing how many people in that cast went on to big careers.
2: I mean Yeah, I mean it's, it's like
1: almost the whole I mean it's like Clueless was cast out of that. No. Um, Clueless
2: was years before oh, was Can't year Hardly before? Wait. Oh, okay. Clueless was nineteen ninety five and I actually met one of the directors of Can't Hardly Wait at the Clueless premiere in nineteen ninety five. Oh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> funny. She was dating Breck and Meyer. Right, and, uh, Deborah Kaplan, and she was one of the co-writers and co-directors. of, okay. of um, can't hardly wait. But then, so, but
1: af- but it was before. It was before six feet under,
2: right? yes, it was before. It was like right before six feet under. Yeah, like seconds before. Because I, I had
1: no idea that um, Lauren Ambrose, Lauren Ambrose, and Freddie <coughs>
2: Rodriguez
1: were in something before. You know. Correct. And I believe and Eric Balfour, and Eric Balfour
2: six has feet a under. there's a lot of Six Feet Unders, there's a lot of uh buffy people. Right. Was it the same people overlaps. producing
0: those things
2: kind no. of? No.
0: Or it just mm-hmm. happened to yeah. be a... Coinky Dinks. Gotcha.
2: I mean there it's was like it's it's weird when you look at that. First off, Mary Verneau and Anne McCarthy cast that film. Yeah. And I honest to God and I'm clearly biased, but I do think it's like one of the best cast films of the modern era because every single role in that movie down to the one lighters, the one worders even Mm -hmm. are all consistently working Mm -hmm. actors still across the board. I mean, that's from like famous people on down, like you will not find that in any other movie. You will not find that in any teen movie. You will not see that take any teen movie and see 20 years later that every single person on down the line is still working in some capacity. Like, you know, like... For sure. There's For st- sure. It created sure. careers, and and people kept going. So, and I look at the cast, and it's like so many people I've worked with in that movie a hundred times, like, over,
0: you know? like Or just yeah. multiple times over. Yeah. You know, like, I, I've done... How did that... How did you get in... How did the audition happen? Did you... You just... Oh, was the, it just a blind audition that um, went in and...
2: Uh, so I had read the script. My best girlfriend had the script. And we read it together like around her kitchen table just like this. Uh-huh. And... We read Kitchen it out. table. We're in a
0: fancy we're- studio. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a kitchen table.
2: I don't know. No, yeah.
0: It, it might be a kitchen table. Room. No, they, the know, they know. They know. I <laughs> sat
2: <So. laughs> around a kitchen table just like this one with my best girlfriend, and we read the script out loud. And I... Did she end up in the movie? She did not end up oh, in the movie. Oh, it's tested. like that
1: Leroy and Fame yeah. <laughs> situation where, like, you're the friend who... Go, you're Leroy who goes with a friend to the uh, Fame audition. And you get in! She tested for the Lauren Ambrose
2: role. <laughs> and and when her she read with Ethan Embry, and when they read, they were, like, two gangbusters. Like, two overpowering each other. They were both, mm-hmm. like... They got too wild.
0: You know, oh, okay.
2: um, their chemistry was just like, Phew. anywho, um, so we read it out loud around the table and I was thought, I was like, wow, this movie is incredible. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be a classic teen movie. And like, I, so it's like, as an actor and at that age, at like 18, you're like, this is, this is the only route to being in a movie, you know, is get some sort of teen movie and the yeah. only route into, you know, making it in the business at the time. is like you got to, you know, latch on to something like that. You were going to USC, you said, at the time? Yes, just started. Yeah. Like, you know, um, so, anywho, I was like... You know, you got to get a new teen movie, and I love teen movies. I love all the John Hughes movies, and this movie's very John Hughes. It's very. Mm-hmm. This
1: is this is your sixteen candles, and you you For sure. have, you have a part much like the
2: John Cusack. Mm-hmm. role. Yeah, I literally have the John Cusack role, which is in, which is amazing. Which, I mean, it's and it's, <laughs> it's such
1: a charming movie. I, I love really, that you
2: noticed that. That's so really cute. Really liked it. Um, anyway, so. She of course had the auditions because she was a girl that did movies already, and I had like some tiny television guest spots and mm-hmm. and I called my kids' agency and I was like, I've got to get in on Can They really Wait. Well, at the time it was called The Party, so I was like, I got to get in on The Party, and they were like, We'll try, we'll try. I was like, I will be in this movie. I am getting this movie. Mark my words. And they were like, I love that. Damn. I was psycho about it. And they called, you know, Mary for office. And Mary was like, or this is what they relayed to me. No, we're not reading kids that have TV credits. Joel has no movies. There's like, you know, he's like, he's just not what we're shopping for, you know. And I lost my mind. And I was like begging and begging and pleading. And I would call constantly. I was like, I don't care if I lose my agents. I don't care anything. I need to be in Can't Hardly Wait. I need to be in the party. So I kept calling and calling and calling and it took two or three months until five, I mean, they were castings for a that long time. That is so
0: persistent.
2: I was psycho until they were literally like, shut up, kid. We got you, you want to turn your phone off? It's okay. <laughs> They're like, listen, kid, we got you an audition for the party. And I was like, great well I'm getting you this movie <laughs> and they were like "I roll eye roll you're a fucking weirdo totally. um, and, and I was like no I'm making this happen so I got the audition and I was reading for William for the lead geek so all the actors in the movie all read for the lead roles and then they gave us like the booby prize roles like mm-hmm. you were the second best so here's the second best part in your division. So like if you read the jock, right. you read Mike Dexter, the Peter Facinelli role, and then you would get like the jock Fred. Freddie Rodriguez. Yeah, played. then you get the Freddie Rodriguez yeah, part. Yeah. So I'm sure Freddie read for Mike Dexter originally, sure. and ended right. up with his role. So um, so I went in there and I and I read for um, you know the main geek. Part. And
1: I read and- that. Charlie Korsmo wasn't cast until already shooting. You shot with someone else.
2: Yes. We originally shot with Adam Hanbird, who was the lead kid from Little Man Tate, and was just coming off the ice storm, and he was in Jumanji, and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And basically, I shot a full week with him, and then we had an emergency rehearsal, and then they said... Sayonara Adam Hanbird <laughs> uh, <laughs> which was really upsetting to all, all to me in particular and, and to all the cast I s- remain friends with Adam he's great he's a writer now um Dude, but like, all of us felt that we map. were going to get fired after that so no, like I every said, day was scary Every day I remember, you know, Ethan Embry being like, "Well, I'm still here." And we're like, "I'm still here." And and Lauren <laughs> thought she was getting fired. We all thought we were getting fired on that movie. So I feel like once that got se- once we shot a full week with someone and then he got shit canned, we were all like, "Who's looking next? back to you, you know?" kind of
1: get it? Do you get, like, he wasn't really... There was something that he wasn't giving that... Or do you think, like, why did they do that? He was...
2: He he was 15 at the time. We were all 18 to... Older, you know? Like... It does skew a little older. um, You know, so... He was... He... 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 As a person, wasn't... He wasn't ready. Like, he, he couldn't, like... It needed a little more edge. It needed someone a little, you know like what Devin Harry references like they couldn't imagine him doing the Guns N' Roses Paradise City and mm-hmm. just like taking control of the whole part like he didn't have enough of the bite yeah the edge that was needed within the dorkiness but anyways back to the dish you want to know yeah 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 because um, you hadn't
1: even gotten
2: it yet yeah so I went in and I read for Mary Vernu she gave me a call back and I remember waiting an hour and a half and she gave nobody else a call back she had to go out of the room and do a whole thing and then I went back to my callback. So
0: were you waiting in the lobby or something? And then yeah. she comes. The callback out. was like later that day.
2: Yeah, and the callback was later the same no. day. Is so that was like, that typical conditioning did <laughs> that
0: at that time to wait and then hear for the callback? Then tell mean, your agent. She and told. Then... I mean, she told me right in the room.
2: I mean, oh, I remember okay. when I first read for her. She like looked at me and she was like, "Ha," huh. and I was like. Mm <laughs> you know and she was like hmm and I was like hi you know don't <laughs> know like, no, no. and then she was like she was like okay okay you need you just wait right here I'm gonna do something and she walked outside and she got an appointment time for me to come back to meet the directors but she didn't do that with anyone else and you could tell that she was like annoyed to go out and get a to get <laughs> she was like begrudgingly doing <laughs> yeah, this yeah she's like ugh I've got a f- fit this kid into the session. I thought I was just pre-reading everyone and no one was going to be good enough and so I could just, like, coast through it and then she was like, ugh, this guy. So, I I mean, I was really lucky that she was pulling from the bottom of the barrel and was like, I see something in this bitch. But your (laughs) (laughs) talent, your reading or whatever (laughs) must have been good
0: enough for her to go, look, I've got to... Keep up with this boy. Yeah, because then I, player. you know, when I was at the callback,
2: it was kids that were all on shows and in movies, and I had diddly squat. Yeah, you I know, had that tenacity. <laughs> like, and you're really good I, in the
1: movie, and you're nothing like who you are in life. Correct. So, yeah. like, it's it's really good.
2: You know, I I consider myself a character actor, where I very I like to really try and change who I am, more mm-hmm. how I look, how I talk, how I walk, because. If I'm doing myself, that's, I mean, it's weird. It's too weird. Yeah. Myself. It's yeah. Too, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. So I went back to my callback and I was supposed to read the three or four scenes. And they were like, we're only reading the first scene and the last scene. and And that was like the big William introduction in the basement and the big, you know, Independence Day speech. And then the last scene was the getting drunk with Mike Dexter. And I was like, oh, but I love scenes two and three, like, in the middle. And they're like, yeah, well, we're only seeing one and four. And I was like, really? I just love scene two and three because I was, like, thinking that they would fall in love with me and I'd get to show them all four scenes. Mm. And they were like, okay, that's weird. I mean, like, sure, if you want to do, you know, we did scene one. If you want to do two also, like, let's do two. And I was they were like, they asked everyone in the room, do you have a problem with that? They were like, no. So then I did scene two, and I'm like, I am crushing life.
0: I am a <laughs> rock they star. They weren't going to see scene two. They were two and now two. I made
2: them see scene two. <laughs> and then they were like, uh, Harry, the director, was like, great. That's a, uh, I've, I've seen it all. And he tells Deb, the other director, and he's like, Deb, you seen enough of it? She's like, sure. I've seen it all that I need to see. And I was like what? What do, you, what do you mean? What about scene three and four? Like in my head, I'm like, you're going to miss the drunk scene. I've been preparing all, I spent like eight hours in a parking lot of Vons all night long prepping this crazy drunk shit and stuff. And, um, they were like, no, we've seen it. We've seen enough. And, and I left the room and, I went into my best girlfriend's car and I had a full mental breakdown. Oh. Crying, really? sobbing. Like, I sound very unstable right now. But <laughs> I'm not. Well, no, it was a huge thing. With, like, the stage <laughs> for I thought, thought I didn't get it. At 18 and you years wanted old this. Too. You've been so
1: focused on it. You fought at, your way into at that the time I had
2: At the time, I had no place to live. I had Nobody no car. I had no place to live. I you know, there was like family drums, we lost the house, like you know, I had nothing. Wow. I legitimately had nothing. I was living on people's couches and floors and I had nothing. I was just a boy with a little dream. Were you working at all? I mean, you know, some act, you know, some acting stuff. Here right. and there gets yeah, like sitcom stuff and you know, and stuff like that, and it was just that—that that was a new thing that presented itself. Was when we lost the house, and I had no place to live. You know that kind of wow. stuff. So it was—it was—it was very intense and it meant a lot to me because it meant career, it meant stability, house, it meant car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it meant. It meant a lot of things, and so I was flipping out in the car, and then I decided to go back to the casting office, like, an hour later. Oh, my God. And I showed up an hour later into the lobby, and Mary Vernu comes out. Is this after the breakdown? Yeah, like an hour later, and Mary Vernu walks out and goes, Joel! Oh, my God! uh, What are you doing here? And I was like... Mary, you don't understand. This movie means the world to me. If I'm not in this movie, I'm going to kill myself. And they didn't get to see me. They didn't get to see me. They didn't get to see me doing the drunk scene. I'm not going to be in the movie. I'm going to kill myself if I'm not. This means the world to me. And I had a full breakdown on Mary Vernou. Total neurotic Jew meltdown, right? And she was like, okay, you need to breathe. You need to relax. And I was like, breathing and relaxing ain't going to cut it. Mm -hmm. I have to be in this movie. And she was like, you need to just go home and be happy. And I was like, go home and be happy? I was like, like, happy, happy? And she was like, she goes, happy, happy. And I was like, so she's like, you are not going back in there. Be very happy. And if you ever tell anyone I said anything like this, I will never speak to you again. You know what I mean? I was like, "Okay." Okay. And then I started like jumping up and down. I was like running out in front of like other actors getting ready to audition. And I was like, (laughs) I'm on top of sunshine. (laughs) I'm going to star in a big studio movie and singing in the rain. You know, it's like the whole thing. And then it still took them another, like, month or two until they decided and they pulled the trigger.
1: Wow. Yeah. Did you think you had booked the the Charlie Korsmo role at that moment?
2: I did think I booked the Charlie Korsmo role because I ran into the directors at um, the I Know What You Did Last Summer premiere. And, and even they, then, you were going yeah, to yeah, all okay. the premieres years before you were the yeah, clue that you were in the place. You may not have a place to live, but you sure do have an invite to the uh, best premieres. I town. was homeless, <laughs> but chic, chic, <laughs> and homeless. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was at the I Know You Did last summer premiere and I ran to Devin Harry the writer directors and they were like hey Joel and I was like hey random people that I don't recognize because when you're in an audition room mm-hmm. you have blinders it's very hard to, right, right. to focus and realize who anyone is and they were like um, so we'll see you on Monday right and they knew I, I could think they could tell that I didn't know who they were or something or I think I was playing it off and I was like see me on Monday like for what? <laughs> like, yeah, right? And they were like, the party. And I was like, what party? And they're like, the party. The, the movie. The movie. Yeah. And I was like, what about it? And they were like, they were like, oh, um, you, uh, you don't know. And I was like, know what? And they were like, you got it. And I was like, I did?
1: Why wouldn't they have told your? You they, I guess I didn't Asian. call my agents or
2: something, and oh I was like, God. "I was like, are you, are you sure?" And they were like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Are you serious?" I didn't know what part, and I started shaking like crying, and because I'm clearly unstable at the time, and they were like, <laughs> "And they were like, you got it," and I was like, "Can I tell my mom?" And they were like sure you could tell your mom and I was like okay and I like ran out of the premiere called my mom on a payphone because I didn't have a cell phone and I started crying and I was like mom I'm going to be okay everything's going to be okay I got a movie and you know and that was and that was that <laughs> that's sweet and I had no car to get to work, but and so I had to get a car. still
1: didn't even know what lines to learn.
2: I had no clue what part I was. <laughs> I, I thought I was William. I thought I was the lead geek. Right. Wah, wah. No, yeah. yeah. Who and is that the guy, went who's down the down guy that, like, your, your partner in crime? Jay Paulson. You, my partner in the I don't, movies. He's phenomenal. I don't know him. He work. He's working nonstop. He's I just finished. He, he just finished. Let me get this correct. He just finished uh, the new miniseries with Patty Jenkins and Chris Pine. Oh, amazing! He's playing opposite Chris Pine in, um, and then he is shooting right now opposite George Clooney in his miniseries. Damn! So he right right now he's having a big resurgence and crushing it, and he has two lovely kids that he's taking care of. So we're very happy that he is crushing the game right now. Yeah, for sure. And he's so talented. He's super trained. Yeah. He's like actor studio, like very, like a tremendous actor. You both were
1: great and they're both very different and and really, really good. So are you still friends with a lot of
2: that crew? Um, Yeah, the Can't Hardly Wait crew I'm still super close with. I mean, you know, over a 20-year trajectory, trajectory, with any friendships, they go in and out and stuff. But through the years, I've been close with the majority of the cast, at different points. You know what I mean? You know, right now, my closest friends from the cast are probably... Um, I see Peter Facinelli constantly. Okay. I would say I see Facinelli the most right now. Are you uh, gonna go who see, played Mike Dexter.
1: Are you going to go see Lauren Ambrose in uh, My Fair Lady?
2: Oh, that's... I cannot wait to see Lauren Ambrose in My Fair Lady. I um, wanted her to win the Tony more than life itself. Oh, uh, And I thought she was, and I was, like, secreting that shit. And even when they announced it, I was like, she's winning the Tony. Um, I'm sure she's incredible. I'm sure
1: she is incredible. Um, Another experience I'm just remembering I had with Joel was seeing all, is it three? (laughs) Or the the coast of Utopia, which was like a day, we just ran into each other. Oh, yeah, in New um, York. In New York. At Lincoln Um, Center. Was it three? I was with my friend
2: Henry Alex Rubin. Okay. I remember dragging him to the coast of Utopia. Yeah. He's a director. Like three he did plays like, um, like all of them. Um, yeah, I had, had a guess. It was, so I don't even remember who it was It was like um, 12 hours with breaks for food. Yeah. And I think we spent at least one of
1: those breaks together, maybe at Rosa Probably. Mexicana or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. We did. Oh my god, I remember <laughs> something. Yay. So after that
0: can't hardly wait happened, did you did you kind of consistently start doing work, or was there, like... No, I've never had an easy
2: trajectory. Mm -hmm. I've always been, like, the kind of do-it-yourself
0: kind of guy. So it was like, that happened, and then you were like, okay, now... I was back to, like, square zero. (laughs) (laughs) How long was your shoot...
1: How long did you shoot for? I
2: can't hardly wait. Yeah. The the run of the movie. Because, you know, we shot some of it at the actual house was the first week, and then some of it, and then all the... And then the interiors of the house at the was So was that like an eight week gig? It reading? was like an eight week gig. Yeah. Know. That's great. Yeah. Like um yeah, it was amazing. It was it was you know, I didn't work every day, obviously I'm, I'm not in the movie every day. But no you know, no, yeah. But I, I, I worked consistently on that movie, which was amazing. And I made it, and I think I personally worked on making it a party environment. I was like, we're fucking kids. We're all doing a big movie. I was, like, knocking on people's trailers. I was like, get the fuck out. Let's all hang out. Yeah, totally. You know, I was making plans with everyone. Like, it was fun. I had a great time.
1: Well, that's good. I mean, you're all supposed to be... I I thought it was... It did create this great little world of how these people had, had known each other since elementary school, you know, and... And they, they all had, like, different histories with each other. Yeah. And maybe at and that it, moment they weren't, like, close friends. But It's funny that now, 20 these, years later, yeah. we
2: all have a 20-year history with each other. And yeah. Very Can't hardly faces. wait, too. Well, we're supposed to be doing a sequel or a reunion movie of some sort or something coming oh, up this year. Because the rumor good. is not official, official. You should be but spearheading and producing it. <laughs> well, Eric, you never know what's going on. So yeah. Anyways, after Can't Hardly Wait, I had to start back at square zero. Yeah, like yeah. I had no agent when I got like, but I'm a cheerleader and stuff like. Was
1: that, that your next gotcha. movie? It was my next movie? Because yeah. that's a real movie. I did. I, I saw that as well. That is also a hilarious movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, RuPaul is in
2: it. Yes, the amazing RuPaul.
1: Right. So it's it's about a gay conversion. Camp, correct. I haven't and seen you, it. You What's your play character in that? Someone who's also going through gay conversion.
2: I, I yeah, uh, basically it's a you know it's a comedy about gay conversion therapy, how that's ridiculous, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and it's, yeah. and it's yeah. Natasha Leone, Clea Deval, RuPaul, Kathy Moriarty, Clea DeWalt was also amazing. in. Um, can't Hardly, hardly wait. wait. She has like two lines in it. Yeah. And then she's the lead of But I'm a Cheerleader. Yeah. And you know, when I got But I'm a Cheerleader, I, that was another thing where I knew about the movie and that they were casting it. And, and I still had no place to live. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't suddenly, that, can't uh, or or money I, to use No, and I got a rent. car from the can't hardly <laughs> wait money, and it got, and it got you know repoed. Oh, and, oh like, and I remember, I remember when I went to the but of a Cheerleader audition. I was living at Nicole Tom's house. She was out of town shooting a movie or something, and I was using her car because you know there was no Uber. And Lyft, you know, and, right. and public, public
0: transportation um, system really. And probably. I yeah.
2: had gotten a phone call, you know, you know, I, I'd gotten a phone call ask at home, you know, asking for, you know, you know, asking for me to come in and read for. But I'm a cheerleader, and and I had been trying to get in for an audition for. Like months again on that one, and I met someone at a party that was an incredible director named Donnie Ward. And I met him at a party, and I said, He said that he was working in the same production offices, he was doing a movie with Jennifer Love Hewitt and Ben Stiller. And I was like, Oh my god, you have to tell the casting people that I have to get into the movie. There's a role of Joel Goldberg, he's this like Jewish kid. I'm Joel I'm a Jewish kid <laughs> it's perfect I, I, mean, this is, I have to be have this role and he was like I'll see what I can do kid and I just had met him for the first time and he told someone I guess in the casting office and they called me and I went in and I read and I got it right away like it was just like amazing I walked in they were like there's Joel Goldberg, you know. I was like, it's Joel Michael, but I could play Joel Goldberg, so you know. Yeah, that is
1: a that is a part that is uh, you know a little bit closer in terms of like to who you are for sure. Like it, it but you do obviously you have a great range. I mean, who knew there was also you know, um, Emily Dickinson's father in you. Yeah! Are calling me old and grizzled, but now you
2: see the daddy of it all? No, (laughs) no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, there's all these different things, and
1: you played that geek, and, you know, so anyway. Yeah, but also at the
2: time, playing gay was not all right. It was not cool. So was that a really hard
0: decision for you, to kind of be like, I'm going to... For sure, but well. I saw the
2: value of a good movie. It was yeah. a great script by Brian Peterson and and the director Jamie Babbitt, I had seen her short before and thought she was brilliant. Yeah, and and I just knew that it was going to be something special. Was know? it?
1: Was that at Outfest?
2: That did that premiered at Outfest two thousand. Yeah, summer two thousand. Um, that was I think the that's first where time I. Saw I it. That's the first time
0: I ever went anywhere here. You've been going office to Outfest for a long time. How long has Outfest been around? Twenty-five 20 years.
2: Thirty. So. It had its thirtieth recently, so mm. it's more than thirty years. Wow. Yeah, that was the first time I ever stepped foot there. I went with my grandma, and my mom to the premiere. Oh. Awesome. Like a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember my grandma after watching the movie, she goes, "There was a lot of gay people in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was gay. You were." you were gay in that movie. I was like, yes, grandma. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did she know you were gay? Uh,
0: no. You weren't out, Were you I out would... at the time doing it when you were doing that movie? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. That's hard to like. God, that's... not be out. No one was at role, the time. But yeah, right. You know,
2: Sean Hayes was starring on the number one sitcom in the world, yeah. making gajillions of dollars, and he wasn't... Speaking his his truth, yeah. you know, so it's like that just was unheard of. It was also career suicide. And well, like, I remember not. It was and and around I was this, just a little actor boy trying to just trying to eat. It you was, know, like, it was around yeah, the same time like, like, that
1: Queer as Folk came out, and my friend um, Peter Page was on that, and he, you know, really did go Peter's out of his way, way to Peter. be he to be out. But a lot of people like told him don't do that. But, um,
2: but he, yeah, but Peter was a pioneer in that regard, you was. know. And then Peter is was very smart and was like, you know, I'm going to, uh, you know, take my window. And and these opportunities that I've had, and turn into something even bigger and better, you know. Like he's done, he he's he's did been really what
1: successful. I what I imagine you did as well. What 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 Peter did, like use that opportunity of, of queer as folk. Have you had him here yet? No, okay. but that's in the works. Go on, it's in the works. Um, <laughs> we've been exchanging texts. We spoke about it. Um, but uh, no, we he used that opportunity of like. a a series regular on careers folk to learn what everyone else does like how how does this work yeah what does what does a DP do like let me look at the director and like what he does because he was already writing scripts for himself and stuff but he really I I feel like you have to learn he just learned so much and you obviously have taken the opportunity and like taken note of what the producers are doing also you know noticing like you don't want to sit by the phone and wait for someone to call you for a role.
2: Um, I can't can't wait because You create your own opportunities and you produce. Because, uh, you know, I I like to eat every day. And you so... (laughs) (laughs) And these days, when you're
1: producing, you're not even in the movies often. uh, Oh, I... I, How do you get into production?
2: Well, I don't do... The stuff that I produce, I don't do it as, like, a vanity Mm -hmm. thing. Like, I choose stories... Because I care about the story. So, you know, and if something within the story would involve something that I write for, then great, so be it. But if it doesn't, then I don't have that kind of ego. Yeah, you you believe
0: in the project for what it is. Yeah,
2: like I just want to create art and put out stories that mean something to me. So the producing stuff came out of a frustration of, you know putting my hopes and dreams on a movie that would come out and then suck Mm -hmm. or hopes and dreams on a movie and then I'd be like cut out of it or, you know, like all sorts of, you know, having, wanting to have some control. And then also I was social and I was like putting people together anyways and they were making movies and making money off of me introducing people and putting everyone together and people were like, you know, you just produced so and so's movie, and I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, well, that <laughs> movie would have do... never happened if you didn't put in... all the pieces together. Correct. And then they're like, and then they're like, you should do that yourself. And I was like, oh, okay, bitch, I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's really. I mean, because that's true. Like, you are a very social person. You have a very large network. People really gravitate to you and like you, and you parlayed that That's into putting things together um and and make and making movies happen which it's it's true you were doing that other you know
2: yeah like just favor the producing's not fun it yeah. kind of sucks like i would it prefer to just suck. only act but i do like hiring friends i do like giving people employment opportunities and a purpose and creating art and and, and finding
1: a story that you wanna see told. And correct. you know that if if you don't do it, it may never happen.
2: Correct. I mean I'm gonna eventually start directing soon, hopefully very soon. Oh and awesome. you know you know, I feel like I've put in my dues in a million departments mm-hmm. that I that I'm ready for that. You right. Know?
1: And that's that's kind of exactly what I meant by like the Peter Page trajectory, just like taking the opportunity, being on these sets,
2: looking to see what everyone does. Yeah, I always wanted to do that stuff, the production as well stuff, but um, you know, just never thought anyone would take it seriously. And it has been very difficult because of my acting background. Because of my acting background, people dismiss me. But then also because of my acting background, I get, you know, I have access to things that most people don't, you know? So there's a plus and a minus within it. You know, it's it's very weird. It's a very weird trajectory. You so are you looking
1: at the moment for like that, that script that you're like, okay, this is what I want to direct? Like this is, you know, my... What
2: yeah, I, I have been looking for a script to direct for years. And then... I found a script I was dying to direct and I loved it and I was friends with the writer and I begged her and I begged her and I begged her and she was all for it and her representatives who I was friends with were not all for it. Uh Oh. And I begged and begged and begged and begged and begged and I I lost that one and it was devastating. So the begging doesn't always work. No, I mean I fucking begged. You were like, blaming me!" Like, I was like, "I will f- do anything." Yeah. yeah, yeah. I will grovel. I, I mean, I'm That's not really too
1: bad me. and seems short sighted because you are someone that really does. Yeah, they make got. They ended up action. making
2: the movie and they had a really shitty cast. And you would have had you would have I would s- not I didn't, didn't see thing. it because I was emotionally yeah. devastated. I'm still oh. so upset over
0: it. Well, when the right project <clears throat> and the stars. Come together in the right way, then you're gonna have the thing that is what you need to be doing at the right. Yeah, time.
2: for sure, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know,
0: it is what it is. It yeah, all, it all comes yeah, out. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like, it, it wasn't meant to
2: be. Whatever. Move we'll on. Deal. Next thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's something right now. I'm thinking about directing, but it's it's. It, you know, have you done any? Dir- have you done debating
0: it? Have you been director on any projects before? Like, um, I
2: direct. You know, I direct actors, like, every day. Like, mm-hmm. I direct friends and in auditions and all that stuff. I, I do for it sure. all the time. For sure, really, for every, sure. Legitimately yeah, yeah. every day. Um, and I, I... Do you charge I worked, for that?
1: Do you, co- do you charge for coaching? Uh,
2: for certain people, yeah. If it's, like, time-consuming and, okay. like, a real thing. Um, so I do that, and then I've also done it on a couple sets of different movies, where I was, like an actor brought me on to be their full-time like personal director slash coach or whatever, gotcha. which is killer money. It's better than the acting money. <laughs> and, and, um, and so I've done that a couple times as well. So, you know, there was like one movie I did where I was in charge of directing the lead and the director, you know, the director, what you know, obviously was directing the full thing, but performance-wise that was all you know me so I've definitely done it in many capacities so you know
0: I'm ready that sounds awesome I love I act as well and I love acting yeah. directors people that know how to talk And
2: I, I don't think you could be a good director without having an acting background you know Yeah. so I think that's the because a lot of times the problem is a lot of directors don't know how to speak to actors mm-hmm. and I've worked with some I've worked with some incredible directors I mean I've been the luckiest director wise yeah I I I may not be famous, I may not be the richest kid in town, but I have worked with some of the most talented, incredible directors from... Uh, you know, uh, Amy Heckerling to Greg Araki to Academy Award winning Roger Avery to Shane Black to, to Terry Zwigoff to...
1: What Greg Araki um, movie did you do?
2: I was in... Greg Araki did a television pilot. Oh, cool. That I was in, which was... Because I see, didn't go. I
1: see a lot of his things. I just didn't remember. And
2: it's so good. And now Greg is doing his first television series for Stars. He mm-hmm. just started... Oh, nice. I think they just started shooting it, maybe this week or something. Which yeah, I I'm mean, excited you, for.
1: you've had such a you know really interesting and varied career, and um, it's it never kind of like taken the easy way and it's never like become all of a sudden like no I've
2: always had a one man band you, everything yeah I mean you're, you're no going one. from
1: one like little you know indie, and occasionally studio movie uh-huh. you know to the next but one gig to the next and stringing them together into a career it's great but it's never you know like like, I'm sure you've done a bunch of pilots. Um, yeah, I
2: think I did, like, seven failed pilots. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, so, that's a little heartache. If you want a tax write-off, I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I had one of the pilots almost go once. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, like, every year they have, like, the hot pilot. You know, like, mm-hmm. and then they're always writing about, was kind like, of the one that was mean I got, like, us. the hot pilot of the year. Because that
1: would be so life-changing, obviously. Like, For sure, because television movie is so amazing. Like, uh, uh, yeah, like, you've, seven you've, you've, you've times. Get a few well, seasons. You'll, so. you'll die when you hear
2: this. So this is the worst part about it. So we were like... They were like, okay, you know... I did the pilot. It was like the hot pilot. Had a great experience. Awesome cast. Loved everyone. Ron Howard and Brian Grazer produced it. It was like it was, fancy. It was all set. Everything fancy, was Fancy, fancy, fancy. So we get a phone call and they were like, everybody, the show's going to go. Congratulations. <laughs> it's, really, it's really exciting. So what we're going to do is we're all going to go out tonight to Jones, and we're going to celebrate the show getting picked up. It was a Sunday. And tomorrow, Monday, we're going to tell you all about, you know, your flights for the upfronts. And you know you're going to you know
0: because you'll be going to the oh upfronts and celebrating your show getting And the upfronts, up. are yeah. upfronts are in New York. Upfronts are in New York, and like, that's <gasps> like kind of a media. Oh my God, I'm. When the
2: networks uh, announced their l- uh, new shows for the e- new season. Yes, I was like, oh my God, I have a job for a year. I'm on a series. Uh, yeah. This is incredible. And you know, and I'm not like the easiest castable person on a series. <laughs> like I'm a little oddie birdie, but um, so they actually took the producers took us all out to a dinner dinner. and us all the kids in the cast were like
0: oh my god we're on a show
2: everyone's freaking out it's a sunday and thank god i got my free steak that night because the next day you know all of a sudden i was like did you get a text or an email or anything and all all the cast is like checking in between each other like i haven't heard anything have you heard anything this is so weird it's like four o'clock on the monday Mm -hmm. and then um they were like yeah um so the network um, decided to slate something else at the last minute. We were on the schedule, then they pulled us off the schedule. Oh my god! And then, so it might be mid season. It looks like it's mid season. Just, 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 just hold. Just hold on for a second and then boom crickets never heard anything again oh (laughs) that's so (laughs) hard how
0: crazy for them to pre-pull the gun on that one and take everybody yeah they told us that we got it and we got a show i was like dun 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 you know i was like that's celebratory dinner
1: oh those people
2: must be kicking can you believe
1: you you know celebratory (laughs) dinner for your failed pilot that you thought was
0: going for one night you did have the you did have the show yeah yeah. Good dinner. You I did a dinner. pilot with
2: Sean Hayes once, playing his co-worker. I thought that could have gone, and that didn't go either. No, he and had she, to. He had to go
1: back to his old role, you know, she, which is great. No, okay.
2: he is a tremendous talent. So that guy, funny! Oh my Sean god, Sean Hayes is one of the greatest actors of our era. And in my Megan Mullally, I I, I think he mm. is like so underrated. I know he's on the biggest show, but like. I saw him do. No, I've seen him on Broadway. So funny, yeah, but i seen him on Broadway. He did the Jack Lemon role in uh, yeah. the Cop- Pro- Promises, Promises." Uh-huh. Um, and oh, that I was, it was oh, that was based nice. on um, on Broadway, and I, it was a transformative performance. I was so moved by him. Is that the apartment? That's yeah, a yeah, Neil it's Simon. The, it's the musical, musical, musical version of the right? apartment, and I've he plays like Jack Lemon, and he's. Yeah.
0: It's the um, one where he rents all of his apartment out to all of uh, his yeah, yeah, co workers yeah, yeah. so they his can have boss sex. Is, in it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's a great Yeah, I thought um, it was a transformative
2: role. role. I thought uh, he's 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 amazing. I would kill to work with him again because he's so good. You know Brian yeah. Jordan Alvarez,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing his boyfriend right now. On, oh, he uh, on Will and Grace. Oh, good for him. I it was know just that. like the last episode, but... Oh, cool. He's so funny. He's very funny. He's <laughs> so funny. I just watched that episode again, and oh, my God. He just does this hilarious Spanish accent, <laughs> you know. I mean. He's just like, you know... It was like he's baking cookies or something. he's like they're very hot to the touch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I that,
2: uh, I, I don't know if that quite
0: worked on you. But, um. uh, I, I can't do uh, it. Uh, I, I can't do Eric's it. Eric's not getting cast in the next Spanish or well. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's, no, not that's okay. <laughs> no Spanish. No Spanish stuff for you. Nope. Nope. Um, um,
1: but uh, yeah. So yeah. what's next? What's next? You've got some stuff um, coming out. You've got the... What's the what's the Emily Dickinson movie called? Wild Nights of Emily. Wild Nights of Emily. Emily.
2: or... Of Emily. God, who can remember? And Prepositions. Then, <laughs> what, what else have you got? <laughs> um, I'm in out? An, a new adaptation of Little Woman that's coming out on theaters. Oh, yes. It's September, a modern take. September 29th, I think it comes out. Ooh. And what's your role in that? With Leah Thompson and stuff. Um, I... I, I I play. That's a good question. I play this guy. I I play this guy that uh, that Joe comes to trying to start her career, kick it off, and I'm not um, the greatest.
1: Her career as a writer. You're a a publisher.
0: Where is it? Is it set in L.A. or New York? New York. I think it. That's a good question for them. It's set now, it's set we okay. shot it in
2: Utah, so gotcha. in my head it's shot in Utah because I was in Salt Lake City shooting it. Totally, totally. Um, and then I just have Andover. I think that's coming on to VOD right now. Are you? It in was that? just in theaters. Yeah. Um, it's it's. I actually love this movie. It's so weird. Um, it's called Andover, but it's kind of like and over and over and over. It's basically this weird movie about. Jonathan Silverman, his wife in the movie, played by his real-life wife, Jennifer Finnegan, dies, and he decides to clone her. He's a scientist. Oh. And then mm. the clonings go wrong, and he kills her over and over, and then recreates her over and over. Oh, that's it's interesting. It's so weird, but it's so good. What I do you love that? It. It's called Andover. I, play, um, I work with Jonathan Silverman. I play his best friend. Oh, cool. In the movie, cool. so um, and it's it's Beth Grant and Bai Ling and Richard Kind. It's like a really weird cast, Beth like Grant all these is so like good. awesome actors that are just so weird throwing us all together. Bai Ling seems bizarre. She's the best. I love her to pieces. Cool. She's hilarious. She's a total sweetie. I think that. So I think that just started on video on demand. It was just in the theaters. Um, it's still in a couple theaters right now, but I think it's on video on demand right now. What else do I have coming right now? Eric, it seems like you know better than I do.
1: I was like... like, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe. it was something that you um, were produced, but are not in. There's something else that's coming out. That's
2: a good question. I know. Apparently my memory is... Welcome to Mercy. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Mercy is this, like... um, It's this movie I produced, and it's kind of like... I saw it as like Girl Interrupted meets um, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. It's an exorcism mm. film. So it's just like a horror
1: movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was a more nuanced horror movie originally. Psychological. Like oh. And now it's gone more horror. Or just like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I <laughs> liked it being a little more. um that's what drew you to it. Yeah. Yeah, and then the current edit is a very straight up exorcism film. Gotcha. gotcha. You know? You're selling the
1: hell out of it. Well, um, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it good. It's
2: good, it's fun. What's its stage? It's it hasn't is it doing festivals? It hasn't um It's not it's, done yet. It's it's I think it's just gonna start the festival out momentarily. Fantastic. <laughs> but this girl Kristen Ruhlin, wrote wrote um, Welcome to Mercy and stars in it and she is phenomenal in it. Her acting's amazing and her writing's amazing and I starred in this movie with her called She Wants Me um, where it was it was a rom-com with her and Josh Gad were the mm-hmm. leads and I play Josh Gad's best friend in that movie. And, um... It's all a niche of yours. The best friends. Yeah, I'm good at best friends. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not good at the lead dude, apparently. I'm good at the friend. Although I played the lead dude. Yeah. I played the lead dude in some horror movies. And, um... Some comedy ensembles would be, you know, co-leads and stuff. You
1: well, you're know. really making it happen, Joel. You're always moving and shaking and going all to, still going to all the right premieres and film festivals. Eric, that's
2: so weird. We've had fun Why at some film that? festivals. <laughs> we, we, we've had some fun
1: at uh, the Toronto Film Festival. Correct. Sundance. And Sundance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But I like like those
2: festivals. Oh, they're always fun. Mm -hmm. I love Cannes. I haven't seen you there. I've never um, been to Cannes. I had a movie. I was like, I'm not going to go to Cannes until I'm in a movie at Cannes. And I was all like snotty about it, you know, like, because, you know. I feel that way now. I mean, I've
1: been five times. I'm I'm not going again unless. And
2: then, and so i said that forever. I was like, I can't wait to go to Cannes until I have a movie in Cannes. I'll walk down that red carpet in my little tux. And, um, and then I had a movie at Cannes. And I didn't know it was premiering at Cannes oh, until beautiful. it won oh, Cannes. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Which one? Um, it was an animated short film called okay. uh, Logorama. I play the lead three voices in it. Oh, I saw so that. I, yeah. Yeah. It won the, yeah, Ac- yeah, it won the Academy sure. Award. Yeah, it won the Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good It, won, it won Cannes. It won Sundance. It won the frickin' Academy Award. And I played um, and the lead gone. three voices. I was Bob's big boy. I was Mr. Clean. And the third voice... Can't remember. God bless. <laughs> um, yeah. That's but crazy. Yeah, and I didn't even get to go for that. All of a sudden, I, I remember reading, you know, like Deadline or Variety. The, you the know, award winners when, can. Yeah, when it won at Cannes. It was like, in this film, this animated film, Logorama won. And I was like, I did a movie called Logorama. <laughs> and then I was like, well, like click, click, Wait click. A minute. what the <laughs> hell what? <laughs> I was like could this be my movie this, so you no, kind of won an Oscar basically there is no way this is my movie you know and then I looked it up and I was like oh shit well that's movie. what happens Ooh. with voice acting yeah I semi yeah. won an Oscar you did semi win an <laughs> Oscar yeah, uh, there's an actor Jonathan Tucker who he's on Westworld and stuff and everything every time he sees me he's like ladies and gentlemen Academy Award winner Joe Michael <laughs> like <laughs> I was like Tucker, I have not won an Oscar. He's like, but you starred in that—you kind of the animated film that won the Oscar. Well, you've 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 been in Academy Award-winning films. Sure, yeah. Air, in in quotes. Yeah, I would like it to. I'd like it to be ones that win Best Picture. It'll happen. That's Our career is soon. young. You're yeah. still just a
0: young bright star in Hollywood. Yes, baby puppy pie. You still have that same drive that you
1: did when you were breaking down I mean, in front of Mary Vanu.
2: I mean, let's what a hope. champ
1: she was. My gosh, she handled Mary's well. the best. I live for <laughs> Mary. I tell her every time
2: she created me, and she, I don't know if she likes that comment or not. Uh-huh. <laughs> they take pride people take pride well I feel like you have to thank the people that helped you you know like I I will always be indebted to anyone that has been helpful to me yeah and so I still tell people I'm thankful and I still point them out and I really hope that I get to pay it forward to everyone that has ever paid anything forward to me you know
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks for paying it forward to our podcast. Oh, exactly. God, kids. So here's an this example of that. Wow. wow. Just being well, a, a real mensch. Thanks mensch for mensch having so me kids. Yeah. Thanks for coming on.
1: All right. Well, yeah. I until next time, you know what, you know, our, our uh, email address, if you, if you want
2: to, um, for your email pleasures oh yes if you ever yeah. want to contact us for everything no, send,
1: <laughs> sure send Every your dick pics why not um, <laughs> this is happening podcast at
0: gmail.com yes twitter please have, rate <laughs> rate us flash stars like us <laughs> on all these things check out my youtube <laughs> channel you can follow me on instagram Fetti. we yeah. are we are on instagram we are on instagram joel you're follow, on instagram i'm on
2: instagram joel, 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 joel mikeley for real you're on the twitter number four. i
1: think you have tons of followers, i think i'm on
2: no, because, you know, nobody wants to, like, bang me. It all goes by, like, people you were to bang, you know? And I'm sure plenty my, of people want to bang me. My yeah. movies are older. I mean, some of my more yeah. current movies.
1: I mean, you know. um, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean,
1: Nathan puts out the, first, the thirst trap... Um, Good. First trap. Yes. Every <laughs> once in a while, you know, throw something Whatever. But mean, it's not working. It's not, not working own, too well. It's his own
2: social media. Not not uh, not
0: ours. Yeah, But
1: no,
2: people, us. you know, if they want to reach out, reach out. I like hearing from people. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. All Thank right. Thank you so much. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye, listeners. Bye. Thank you.